Hey love, I just wanted to pop in here real quick before we get started on this week's episode to let you know about my new program, Embodied Healing. Women of color live in perpetual survival mode. It's part of living in a racist society, but it doesn't have to be that way. Right now, you're drained and exhausted and feel like you're grasping at straws. You put everyone first, trying to please everyone else, and you put yourself last every time. Your dreams are on hold, but until when? It's time to stop rejecting your own needs and start thriving. But you might be thinking, how can I say yes to myself when I've been saying yes to everyone else my entire life? It's about healing those old wounds of people-pleasing and leaning into your inherent worthiness. Imagine what it would be like to live from a place of choice versus a place of obligation. Imagine living in the driver's seat of your life rather than as the passenger. This is what it means to thrive. So join me in Embodied Healing. Join me on this journey of becoming, of living a life of choice and a life of freedom. You can sign up at thepoetspriestess.com slash embodied hyphen healing. I'll see you inside. Welcome to Spiritual Grit, the podcast where we talk real talk about spirituality through the lens of activism and social justice. What happens when activism and spiritual practices collide? What sparks of change call for the grit we need to create meaningful strides in social justice? I'm your host, Leslie Ann Hobayan, poet, priestess, activist, professor, hip-hop dancer, and badass mama. Join me as we dive in to learn more about our deepest selves so that we can be better ancestors to create a stellar world for our descendants. Grab your dancing shoes and let's get groovy with the grit right now. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Grit. How are you on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful July day? Uh, I hope wherever you are, you're feeling fantastic and that if you're not, it's okay. Just sit with it, get curious about it and take a deep cleansing breath just to capture a moment of beauty in that breath. Ready? Here we go. Inhale and exhale. Just let it all out. Yes. All right, my friends. So I'm having microphone issues today. So if you feel like the quality is not so great, um, I apologize. And that's the best I can do for the circumstances. Um, Anyway, so we're going to kick off our episode, which is part four in the four part series of Journey to Thrive. And the episode for today, our theme for today is about connecting with your intuition. So just to recap, before we turn to today's tarot card, the first part was about releasing. And then the second part was really about, I I called it play. It was really about play, but it was also about just restoring, about coming back to who you have been at your essence, who you've always been, um, and how we've kind of lost sight of that as grownups. We tend to forget how to play and play just bring us, us back to our essence. Um, and then part three last week was about 
boundaries. Uh, so for today, we're going to talk about connecting with your intuition because that is your ultimate guide for this healing journey. But before we dive into that topic, I want to share with you that I shuffled ahead of time um, because, well, I don't know, my brain was like, oh, I like, I usually like the shuffling sound when we, <laughs> we have it on the, on the episodes. But today I just shuffled ahead of time. Maybe I was just eager to get to the cards. But today's card is um, Page of Cups. And in the tarot, the if we think about the cards as a story the page of cups comes after the 10 of cups so in numerical order if we were to look at this as like a deck of cards he would be the um jack uh so the picture is of a man who is sitting on let's see i don't know it's just a blue square a blue thing. He's sitting on something, but he's got the ocean in the background. He's got rays of energy coming from his heart. Uh, there is um, two hands joining together, opposite hands joining together to create a heart with fingers. And you know what that looks like. You know, when people put their hands together and make a heart shape with their hands, that's so cute. And then in the upper part of the card are his feet and bottom half of his legs, along with little flying pig and a cup. <laughs> so I can only imagine what this card brings to us, which is more about leading with the heart. Um, so according to the guidebook, we've got a dreamer, serendipity, creativity, new unexpected trajectories, magic and synchronicity, an open and joyful heart, sensitivity and naivete in romance, being motivated by innovative ideas. So this is the part where you've gone through the journey, the the exploration, the hard parts, and you've come on the other side of what seems to be the end of the challenge. And then now you have these opportunities for expansion and for growth. So um, according to the guidebook, this is what it says. There is serendipity and magic here, like the first breath of love or a very first kiss. Anything is possible at this time. Be open to wildly wonderful miracles. This is when pigs fly card. <laughs> That's why there's a pig with wings. That's so funny. And holding it in your hands is a sign of unforeseen yet fortuitous events that are coming your way. Bring childlike enthusiasm to the unknown and welcome any unexpected twists on your journey. Be open to inspiration from the strangest of places. And pay attention to the intuitive musings that arrive. They will give your creativity wings. Mm, we're talking about creativity. I mean, intuition today. As you enjoy this time of strangely unique thinking, ensure that you are not being overly sensitive or blocking your own flow because you are trying to control the process. Mm, this is an issue that I have. I don't know about y'all, but trying to control the process is a big thing that I, a big habit that I'm trying to release. Um, Allow your emotions to follow the breadcrumbs of joy. Okay, so again, tuning into the intuition. Pay a little, oh, play a little more. Do something silly. Stay curious about any feelings of wonder and awe and allow your sensitive dreamer to dream. And the mantra here is the world is my flourishing oyster and I am excited to see what happens next. So 
It's just funny that this, I mean, not funny, also not surprising because tarot is very tuned in to where we are in this given moment. But um, we were just talking about boundaries and play and intuition and all the great things. So this is a, an opening for me to talk about how our intuition is really key to navigating this life as humans on this planet during this time. Um, it just seems like there's chaos all around, right? And there's so many messages that come at us that say, do this, do that to be happy. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, but then no one says, hey, why don't you check in with yourself? Why don't you check in with your body, with your inner knowing? Wait, what's that? What I, mm, what, What's that thing that you're talking about? I'm really not sure. Is it what I think it is? I don't know. Um, and so what I want to talk about is first identifying why we can't hear our intuition, right? And then talk about what intuition is and then slide into how to connect with that. I'm sure you can guess how. <laughs> Hint, we just did it. <laughs> um, okay. So we don't, well, let's, let's just start with what intuition is. Intuition, a lot of people talk about it and a lot of people, um, you know, try to describe what it is. And some people are just not clear on it, but ultimately it is just your in, in knowing. Yeah. I can't even talk today. Your gut feeling, your inner knowing. It's one of those things where, you know, an idea will pop in your head and you'll be like, yeah, that's interesting. No, I'm not going to do that. Or like, you'll think, oh, suddenly I want to call that person. Or maybe I, I should stop by and say hi to so-and-so. Um, I haven't seen them in so long, but I feel really pulled to reach out to them or whatever it is. Or sometimes it's this feeling in your gut, like right in the belly where you're like, ooh, yeah, no, that's that's not a good that's not a good alley to walk down, for example. <laughs> so intuition is really this guidance system that we have within our bodies. It is something that we are all born with. And um, as we get older, then society and, you know, our culture teaches us to do otherwise, to follow certain rules, certain structures that don't necessarily align with who we are. And what happens is that because we want so badly to fit in, because we want to be part of the community and not ostracized, not left out in the cold to, to die, because again, and I talked about this in a previous episode, our brains, let's just backtrack a little bit. Our brains in terms of survival mode are still very much the same as our brains of our ancestors during the Paleolithic era, <laughs> caveman days, where we know in order to survive, we need to be part of the community, to be part of the tribe. Because if we're not, then we get booted out and then we're out in the wilderness subject to animals attacking us. So if we are not together in community as a collective, then we are at risk of actual death, at least during the caveman times. So that thinking, that response is still in our system. Our, our brains, that part of the brain has not evolved 
in a way to adapt to our current situation, which, you know, is not necessarily a bad thing, but it explains our tendency to want to fit in. And so when our community, when our society, our culture is telling us to be a certain way and we are not, we are we decide to do what the larger collective, the larger community says, because we want to still belong, to be included, to not be thrown out in the wilderness. We want to stay safe. Um, so what that usually means is that we ignore our intuition, that we tend to shut it down or put it aside or stuff it down or ignore it and say, no, 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 that's, that really doesn't make logical sense. So I'm just going to put that aside and pretend that I never really, (laughs) that I never really heard it. But what happens is then energetically our alignment is off. And so we end up being grumpy or angry or depressed or anxious like all of the things that we experience, all of the the low vibration emotions and, you know, experiences that we have are signs or indicators that we are not in alignment with who we are, with our energetic alignment. Um, so, for example, I have been, um, and this is sort of a come clean moment right now, I have been dealing with a mild case of depression over the last month or so. And at first I was like, no, you know, I'm just, I'm just going through adjustments. I'm just kind of, you know, a lot of life changes are happening. I'm just kind of adjusting and I am, I'm adjusting. And then, you know, I'll eventually find my stride and my rhythm. But then over the last few weeks, I've been noticing that my energy has been consistently low, no matter what I do, you know, I I have the tools and I have the awareness. um, And so I know what I need to do in order to come back into alignment, in order to reach that high vibration. And I was like, hmm, that's not really working as well as it usually does. You know, it'll shift a little bit, but then depression is something, you know, and this, I'm talking mild depression. I'm not talking like serious, you know, um, depression where I need to get medicated or anything like that. This is this a mild depression where it's that sensation of uh, my body's so heavy or I don't really, I don't want to get out of bed ever. You know, I don't want to cook. I don't want to eat. Um, or if I eat, then I eat all the wrong things and I overeat. Um, I don't want to talk to people. I want to isolate you know, things like that. And I know in terms, you know, for my own awareness that I have created around my own habits and behaviors and patterns, um, that particularly isolation is not a good thing because it will just continue to spiral down. And so I was like, hmm, what do I do with this? This is so interesting. I mean, do I, do I go to therapy? Like, I was like, no, I mean, and, and here's how, I tune in with my intuition. And here's something that you might want to try to tune into the body. Okay. I mean, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about tarot and how that is great for connecting with intuition. But really when it comes down to it, it's about tuning into the body. Your body does not lie. Your body is actually a truth teller where like a lie detector, you know, when people are lying to you, you just know 
You know, your body knows, your gut knows. That's your intuition right there. And so my body was telling me, all right, girl, you need to like do something. So I was like, maybe I need to go to therapy. And my body was like, "Uh uh-uh. Like my whole body contracted. You know, it's sort of like closing on itself. And it was like, no, therapy's not really the answer. Um, at least for me in this moment. Cause I just I just knew that I needed something a little more immediate. I didn't have the time to um to rehash all my stuff. I mean, talk therapy is great, but I feel like I am I'm sort of past that. I unless someone has come up with some new ways of engaging with cognitive behavioral therapy that I'm not aware of. I mean, I'm open to new stuff. The stuff that I have been familiar with doesn't serve me anymore because, you know, sometimes I am smarter than the therapist and that's when, you know, that's a problem. (laughs) And I'm saying it's not true of all, but I just want to say of my last therapist. um, Yeah, I was like, okay, this is not working. But getting back to this mild depression, I was thinking, all right, what, what is that telling me? You know, what is, what, where is this coming from? And so what I came to discover is that, um, I'm not in alignment with myself, with who I'm being, with who I am. And which is surprising, right? Considering the work that I'm doing is amazing and it feels good, but ultimately there is something that wasn't quite right. And I came to this realization through conversations with friends who are very similar in, in awareness and in, um, their own healing journey. And it wasn't, I mean, meditation kind of helped, but we need to be a little careful with meditation where if you are feeling low vibration, you've got negative thoughts, going into meditation is probably not a good idea because what happens is that you're giving space for those negative thoughts to come in. So if you can get to a place where you're observing those thoughts and you can be neutral about it, then you can shift into meditative practices. But if you're in a dark place, the last thing you want to do is to go deeper into that dark place, which, which is what might happen with meditation. So it takes some discernment to figure out whether meditation is something to turn to or not. Again, turning to intuition, right? So we've got some knowledge, but the intuition might be like, well, yeah, you don't want to go, you don't want to go down that road. So I, um, so that I came to this realization, all right, I'm not in alignment. And my body was like, yeah, we're not in alignment. And so I turned to the tarot cards. I turned to other ways of tuning into my body. Um, and in conversation with, with some friends, what I was finding was that I was not in alignment because I was following what other people were telling me to do, which is so interesting, right? Considering what I teach and the awareness that I have, I'm like, wait a minute, how is that even possible that someone like me who is super aware and has done a lot of healing and growing and and evolving 
how is someone like me caught in this, I don't want to call it a trap, but in the situation of doing what other people say, right? It's so interesting. So here it is. It's a sneaky, it's a sneaky, sneaky thing, right? It's not like, you know, my dad telling me like, go wash your, you know, go wash the dishes or whatever it is. No, this is, this is what adults are a little more nuanced. There's, there's some ninja stuff happening, a little more complex. Um, so I'm going to tell you what is happening and what I'm noticing. And I just came to this realization, like full realization. I was creeping up on it, but it's this full realization. I just came, I, I came to yesterday is that I am listening to what other people are saying because I'm in certain programs, right? So I'm, I'm in a business program and I've been in and out of a few, a few business programs over the last couple of years as I build my, um, my business and offering my healing services and tarot readings and, you know, all the good things that I love to share with people. And so I'm in this sort of entrepreneurial world and it's so interesting to observe, right, that the those who are running these programs, you know, the mentors, the teachers in place are like, if you if you do this method, you will be guaranteed this result. If you follow this formula to a T, you will get this specific result. Now, what's interesting is that they are very careful to word their language. They're very careful in what they promise. They say that you'll get a, a certain result, but it is very vague, right? And that's okay. I mean, they're trying to cover their butts and I'm sure, you know, people get results. And so, yeah, so the case studies come out and it's like, here are the results. Look at these people. They executed the formula. They followed the, the course to a T and they got these results. And how amazing this could be you too, right? And I'm not saying they're lying, but the piece that's missing is the guidance to listen to your intuition, to listen, excuse me, to listen to your specific situation, because there's no one way to do things, right? There's no one singular way to execute a business plan, to learn how to run, you know, to eat healthy foods. I mean, we are all super, super specific individuals. There's only one of us, right? There's only one of us who has our specific traits and qualities, but then also our specific experiences of the world. So how can we expect that one course, one formula, one process would yield the same result for everybody, right? And so that's the mistake that I've been making. And and I'm going to say, all right, to my credit, I'm not like so easily duped where I'm like, oh yeah, if I do this formula, then I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get a six-figure business, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's like the language going around in the entrepreneurial world. It's really crazy. Um, I don't think that, but... I do, or I have, not anymore, but I have bought into the, you can get people to sign up for this if you do this. You can do this if you have this specific 
wording. You will get people to come into your community, into your program, into your course, whatever it is, into your membership, whatever you're offering, right? And so, okay, I, I'm trying that. I tried that different ways to some degree of success, quote unquote success, whatever you deem success to be, right? Um, success could be like, oh, I got people to sign up. Success, you know, or people could, you could be like, oh, people have stayed in my membership for longer than a month. Success. Yes. You know, success is relative. But so I, I had some success following these programs and what they had called their students to do, but it wasn't quite to the extent that felt like it was being promised. They throw all these case studies at you, right? To say, here's what success looks like, blah, blah, blah. And I got swept up in that. I was like, yes, that could be me. That could be me. And this is what happens is when you lose contact with your intuition, you are easily swept up into what is external, what is outside of you, what you see. I saw all these case studies coming at me saying, hey, we did this. I started from this and you can achieve this too. You know, like there's, there's one person who was like, oh, I was a broke single mom and now I make six figures. I was like, how in the heck did that happen? That's a wild journey. But because I keep seeing that over and over again, and this is true of a lot of people, I'm not the only one. I'm in a, in a, um, another community where we all, we all kind of talk about that. It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) How is that possible? Um, but when that's the only thing that you're seeing, when that's the messaging you are getting exposed to, you start to believe it. You start to buy into it. You get wrapped up and swept up in it. You're like, yes, that could be me too. That could be me too. Yes. And what happens in that getting swept up, you get farther and farther away from your inner knowing. You stop paying attention to that small little voice inside of you that guides you. That voice that comes from the heart and guides you back to your higher self. And so that's what happened to me. (laughs) Um, And it's okay. You know, from these experiences we learn. And what I have learned is that connection to my intuition is everything that I needed to get back to me. And I didn't know that I had moved so far away from me, which is so interesting because of what I speak about on this podcast, what I do in my business. You know, I mean, I literally help people connect with their intuition. And here I was like, oh, where's my intuition? I don't know. I think I'm in my intuition. But, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. We get swept up. And when we let our awareness be dictated by others, that's where the disconnect happens. So what's important for me, like one of the one of the things that's really key for me to stay connected with my intuition, aside from the tools that I have for embodied healing for you know like the tarot cards for example connecting using divination tools to connect with my inner self aside from that what's important for me is that I need to connect with my soul family with my friends with whom I have a deep connection and with whom understand this journey of awareness this journey of like 
otherworldliness of, of living in what people are calling 5D. You know, basically what 5D is, is, is that we are connected with the spirit plane. We are connected beyond the five senses. And so I connect with them and have conversations with them. I mean, it took a few conversations, different ones, talking about different things for me to finally like gather this information and realize that I had been so far from my path. Now, this is to say that my path, I'm on my path, but it doesn't necessarily look like what it looks like now, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, I have to spend some time with my intuition to allow for my inner knowing to lead me down the path in the way that is meant for me. So I have no doubt that I am a healer, that I am here to help folks evolve. It's the method that doesn't quite land right now. You know, I'm, I'm sort of fumbling around. Okay, is it tarot readings? Yes, for sure. Actually, that one I know. <laughs> that one I know. But is it in the programs that I've been creating while in these business courses that is the path to to what I, I do, to the work I do? Maybe not. You know, so for example, I have been talking a little bit about... Um, you know, I did some coaching over coffee uh, as, a f as a free offer for some folks just to kind of engage and get a sense for what people might need and offer support. Um, and then I have this new course that's launching. It's called Embodied Healing, and I love it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about it, in, you know, with, with people on my mailing list. But is that how I'm to serve others. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to put out there and we'll see. But what I am sensing after some recent conversations with soul family, with my, my friends, my chosen family, what I'm, what I'm feeling is that I've been so distant from my writing, from my, my mode of creative expression. I, I've been distant from writing poems from writing stories and I'll say writing copy for emails and other programs does not count as writing. That's a different part of the brain. I'm talking about the essence of me coming out in language that feels good in language that doesn't have an agenda, but it just wants to tell the story. And so I'm being reminded that I am a poet, that I am a storyteller. And intuition is saying, when's the last time you did that? <laughs> like really did that? And I'm like, hmm, maybe that is why I am feeling depressed. And I'm going to tell you that is it. That is the root. That is the source of this mild case of depression that I have been experiencing is that I have not been writing. I have fallen away from my writing practice. I have not written a poem in some time. Although I will say I wrote, I wrote a couple last week and that felt really good. But thinking about that, tuning into that, listening for that, 
as a, as a response, my body is like, yes, you are not in alignment because you haven't been writing. And what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Intuitions, the higher self. She, she, you know, she doesn't joke. She doesn't joke around. She doesn't mess around. She's like, what are you going to do about it? Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I guess I'm going to write. <laughs> so that said, what I want to ask you is, are you happy? And when I ask that question, how does your body respond? Are you happy? It's not, it's a yes or no question, right? It's don't analyze it. Don't be like, well, I'd be happy if this or that. Don't look at conditions. Are you happy right now in this moment? Ask the question or listen to me, ask it for you and notice how the body is responding. Is the body it's subtle. It's really, really subtle. So you got to get quiet and get, get, get still. Are you happy? And does your body, how does your body respond? There's a subtle shift of energy. It either opens or it contracts. So tune into that and see, and that's your intuition talking. And if the answer is no, then it's time to do some deep dive inquiry to ask yourself, okay, if I'm not happy, why am I not happy? What is not in alignment? What am I missing? What am I not doing? Or what am I doing that doesn't suit me? You know, what am I doing that feels like I'm doing it for other people? You know, and I said this earlier in the episode where I was doing what other people told me, right? And so I was modeling my business after these programs that I'm in. And I was like, well, they say follow the instructions. So I'm following the instructions. I'm going to follow to a T. I'm going to create the course according to this. I'm going to introduce it to my people like this. And then I'm going to go and we'll get the results that they say that I get, that I'm going to get, right? No. I'm going to tell you, I did that and it landed flat as a pancake. It was not a failure. I wouldn't call it a failure. It just landed flat because it wasn't in alignment with me. It wasn't, I mean, the, the, the thing that I was offering was totally in alignment. Like what I'm offering, it's like, I'm excited. I want to help people. And this is how I'd like to do it. But as I'm talking about it and as I'm creating it, I'm like, is this really the way to go? I'm not sure. Maybe it is. But the only way to know is by doing it and putting it out there and seeing. But I will say I followed the instructions and the results fell flat. So I'm like, okay, tried the instructions. Not going to do that going to listen to my intuition and ask my higher self, all right, how do we approach this? How do we let our people know we've got this thing? Because once we announce that we've got this thing, this beautiful thing, they will come. They will say, hey, tell me more. This is what I've been looking for. I can't believe it. I was just talking about how I needed something like this, stuff like that. So I need to tune into the higher self and listen for what the next inspired action steps are. And those steps might be just 
okay, sit and listen. You know, maybe an action isn't really being called for right now. But I got to do the practice. I got to do the work. And so this is why tuning into your intuition is so key to this journey to thriving. You know, when we think about being in survival mode, right? And I talked this way, way back at the first part of the series. We are not able to assess what it is our our bodies, ourselves, our emotional selves truly need because our system is in hyperdrive. Our sympathetic nervous system is on to keep us safe. And so how can we regulate that system where we can ease into parasympathetic nervous system and allow ourselves to rest and digest, to just be, so that we can then tune into our intuition and say, hey, what do we need to do to thrive? Because that's why we were put on this planet. That's why we chose to come here to have a human experience, not to get caught up in like the, the crap of, you know, everyone else's struggles, but to thrive and to ask ourselves, all right, how can we play? How can we really have fun here? Yeah, there's some, there's some stuff to do, like, you know, pay bills. <laughs> that's, that's the highest, that's, that's the, the, the one thing, the one human thing that's at the forefront for me right now. <laughs> but how can we play with that? You know, that's a question that I'm sort of turning around in my head right now. I'm like, hmm, how do we play with this kind of situation? How do we lean into trust? How do we allow for ourselves to just expand into our situations and to learn from whatever, I don't want to say hardships, but like sticky points might come forward or whatever tightness might emerge. What information is there? How can you get curious about it? So tune into that. Tune into that. All right. So we're going to see. I love that sound of the card shuffling. I'm going to pull one card to close out the episode and to close out this four-part series of um, Journey to Thrive. And let's see. Hold on. I want to do one more shuffle. It's just so satisfying to do it three times. Okay, so let's see what comes forward here. Ooh, we got the Ace of Cups. Now, the Suit of Cups is associated with the element of water. Um, and with water, it's really all about being in your emotions and feeling the feels. So here's what Ace of Cups brings forward. New connections, new romantic friendships. Oh, sorry, new romantic relationships, friendships, seeds of love and hope, newfound emotions, awakening the heart, joy, positive outcomes, oneness, bliss, and creativity. So yeah, I was just talking about creativity, right? Mm -hmm. An extremely positive message of vibrant beginnings. The Ace of Cups marks the genesis of relationships, emotional connections, and deep feelings of love and friendship. Your emotions are powerful magic. Mm-hmm. Cultivate your ability, ability to call on expansive, optimistic, and profoundly radiant feelings. And consciously send your heat waves, heart waves, sorry, heart waves out into the world. 
they will become powerful beacons for awakening new adventures. Romance and the effusive joy that you are calling into your life. Your capacity for love is expanding. So check in and make sure you aren't expressing your ability. Oh, sorry, you aren't repressing your ability to connect with others as a result of being overly protective. So yeah, so don't shrink. We know that we do this out of safety. Maybe we will hold back our emotions and our willingness to connect because we've been burned before. But maybe we can reframe that unfortunate experience as a learning moment to say, hey, what did I learn from this? Oh, okay, I learned X, Y, Z. I learned this about myself. Not the, not the lesson of like, well, I learned not to date that kind of guy again. I, remember. I mean, yeah, that's a lesson too. But to, to ask with gentleness, with good kind heartedness, not with vindictiveness of to ask what that lesson is. Um, okay. Mindfully extend the love you feel to your own heart as well. Forgive yourself for past mistakes and find a fountainhead for healing with copious amounts of self-acceptance. Get ready to expand. Exciting affinities are emerging and it's time to open up and give yourself permission to deepen your kinship with the life around you. Hmm. And here is the mantra. My heart is open and filled with love. Hmm. I like the exciting affinities are, are emerging because it's like, Ooh, what's coming around the corner. It's going to be some good stuff. Um, but yes, give yourself permission to make connections. This is the moment. This is the time. If not now, then when, you know, we hear so much about how life is short and truly it is. I've been seeing a lot of people who um, have had loved ones suddenly pass away and they're like, whoa, we really gotta, you know, live now, be in the moment now. We don't know when our last breath will be. And so can you keep expanding? Can you keep your heart open knowing that you've got your own back, that you've got the strength to set boundaries, to be firm in who you are and who you are being. And the answer is yes, my friends. So take this beautiful Ace of Cups. I wish I could show you this card. It's beautiful. Um, And go forth into the world. All right, my friends, this concludes our four-part series of Journey to Thrive. And I wish you a beautiful day. And until next time, the divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Namaste. If you're feeling like fighting the good fight is bringing you down and hope is starting to fade, grab my free seven-day meditative challenge, Spark Joy in Chaos. By signing up for my newsletter, which will be more light to your inbox, go to suryagiyan.com slash subscribe.